Welcome to The Shredder Show and today we're going to take you through a very common question, misconception we have, which is the fat burning heart rate zone myth. Anyone who uses cardio equipment, you'll probably see they always have those like zones you should be training in for fat burning and this is a really common question that I get from people and it's regards to what heart rate should I looking to achieve in terms of cardiovascular work what's the difference what do I really need to be doing and is this type of cardio going to be actually burning fat we're going to come actually through this podcast episode we're going to break through some very common misconceptions and some beliefs are going to be crushed so make sure you stay tuned to the end make sure you already subscribe to this and you leave us a five-star review on itunes now to get into the episode fat burning zones are complete myth and complete bullshit and I'm about to explain why when we talk about um, fat burning zones and your heart rate there's a lot of different factors that have a huge influence in terms of your heart rate and first of those is really going to be genetics now genetics has a huge influence on everything we do as do epigenetics which is very much lifestyle driven and we're all pro- programmed in a certain different way and have maximum heart rate curve capabilities and have the ability to maintain a certain heart rate due to our genetics um, if you've never had a heart scan or an ecg it's a very interesting thing to see your heart moving i would highly suggest it and also from a health and fitness perspective it's very good to make sure that you don't have any underlying issues so i had one last year had it all clear because um, i have a very strange blood pressure phenomena where my blood pressure is uh, higher in the morning lower in the evening and it should be the other way around now when we're talking about um, heart rates so the old adage that they taught at school and they will show you on the cardio equipment is that your heart maximum heart rate is 220 minus your age so believe it or not my handsome good looks i'm actually 31 so that means hypothetically my maximum heart rate would be 189 220 minus 31 equals 189 when it comes to maximum heart rate does this really matter not really so if my if i manage to get my maximum heart rate to 190 am i going to die no there's a lot of things that come in and affect um the heart rate not just including obviously genetics so and using the above mentioned formula so one of those is obviously going to be heat so the hotter the environment you're in the higher your heart rate is going to be now the reason for this is your body's going to try and push blood around the outside of your body to try and cool it down if you ever go to a gym where it's like caning hot, so I remember training in Mexico once. Um, shout out to Dave, we were training at a gym in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. We were there for my friend's wedding, and no joke, it was like 45 degrees, there was no aircon. If you ever want to see vascularity, that's how you find vascularity. I could physically see my body trying to cool itself down, pushing blood around uh, the outside of my body to try and get it to cool down. And that will cause a increased level of heart rate because your body's trying to cool itself down by moving more blood around. So that's one thing that can have a big effect. Thirdly, we have to look at things like stimulants. So the obvious one's obviously going to be caffeine. If you're caning pre-workout or you've done couple of shots of double espresso you've had a large starbucks americano which is a very lovely thing then that is going to have an effect if you're using other stimulants things like ephedrine um other fat burning drugs people might use like clenbuterol they're going to increase your heart rate and that will increase your maximum heart rate which is going to have an effect in terms of your uh, heart rate zones now fourthly is obviously going to be your fitness level so the longer you train the more your heart rate will be able to go up and sustain being in a higher uh, higher heart rate for a longer period of time because you have to remember our heart is a muscle, our cardiovascular system um, is something we can train and we can improve. And it's very important we do train and improve our cardiovascular system because we have to remember that our cardiovascular system underpins everything we do. So our muscular system, a muscu- uh, sorry, musculoskeletal system, aerobic system 
if your cardiovascular system isn't up to par, that is going to limit you in terms of building muscle mass and burning body fat. So that's why it's very, very important to make sure that we stay on top of that and we stay very, very fit. Fifth is cardiac drift. So your body takes time to kind of build up your heart rate. You have to give your body a chance to build up the heart rate to where you want it to be. So that's something else to bear in mind. So running through all these things, there's no such thing as a fat burning uh, heart zone. It's complete bloody bullshit. Um, the slower you're actually doing cardio, the chances are the more fat you're probably actually going to be burning. So to give an example, a skyscraper, I mean, a skyscraper in Dubai, looking over the beach, loving life, and the fire alarm goes off and I have to run down the stairs and sprint out of the building. My body's going to primarily use carbohydrates for fuel, not fat. It's going to go for very, very quick, easy uh, energy sources, which is going to be stored glycogen within the muscle cells or glucose within the bloodstream, not going for fat at that point. A fat burning zone... Every zone is a fat burning zone because every time we move, every time we breathe, every time our heart beats, that's a fat burning zone because what burns fat? Calories being burned. We can only actually lose fat if we're in a calorie deficit. So anything you do where your heart rate is increasing is going to be a fat like fat burning zone. Don't worry about the myth of like what type of um, heart rate should you be looking for to maximally burn fat. The most important thing you actually want to think about is what type of cardio you should be doing and what sort of state we're looking to try and get our body into depending on what goals are. And that's what I'm going to discuss with you now. What should you be doing in terms of cardio and when should you be doing it? Now, you could do some cardio to warm up before your weight training session. An extra five or 10 minutes is a really good way to add in some extra calories burnt throughout the day. You could do the same thing after weight training. But realistically, I would always try and keep your, if you're doing cardio, try and keep it as far away from your weight training and resistance sessions as possible because we want to try and maximize the performance in those sessions. So ideally, in a great uh, way, like today, I did fasted cardio about 7.30 a.m. Well, I had a bit of a lane. Um, and then I did my weight training session 11 o'clock. So in an ideal world, you want to do your cardio, have a meal, and then train up, do some weight training, or even a better scenario, do your cardio, have a couple of meals, and then train in the afternoon, depending on your schedule. Depending on your schedule is the big thing here. The most important thing is actually fitting in cardiovascular work when you can, because we just need to burn calories to create a calorie deficit. That is the numero uno key when it comes to fat loss. Now, we also have to think about when we're trying to burn body fat, what do we actually have to be very aware of? And that is actually not getting injured and not fatiguing your body. So this comes down to a lot in terms of uh, how hard should you push yourself and what you should be doing. So in terms of pushing yourself, yes, I have said heart rate zones aren't important. We want to be pushing ourselves to a level where it's vaguely difficult, but it's not like super out of breath dying. So for most people, that tends to be around 130 beats per minute is a good 120 to 130 is a good basis to try and sit at for a longer steady state cardio. In my opinion, that's the best way to actually burn body fat is being in that sort of zone where you're looking to try and just like crank through calories burned rather than trying to get your heart rate up super high because the problem is when you try and push and do cardiovascular work and get your heart rate really high you do not have the ability to sustain that for a long period of time which is why you could then can't burn many calories so for example if you were to do um 800 meter sprints you've run 800 meters however if you were to go for a walk for four or five kilometers which one do you think is going to burn more calories Yes, your heart rate will be a lo lot lower going for the walk. However, distance covered and calories burnt will be much higher. So which one will have a higher um, impact on terms of uh, fat burning and being in a calorie deficit? Walking. Obviously, is the argument of called about EPOC in terms of um, the 
increased oxygen demand after high intensity training but that is not something i think is really valid in that argument i think it's mainly down the, the literature and the difference is minimal so that's not something i'd really really be aware of um one thing that's really important though when it comes to cardio is to make sure you're not doing your cardiovascular work before your weight training sessions this is probably one of the worst ways to compromise your performance in the gym i actually saw a woman today who was caning at running on a treadmill and i thought oh maybe she's just doing cardio and then she then went did weights afterwards and i thought i thought about saying to her that's not going to help you in terms of like if goal if your goal is aesthetic. So the one thing you want to think about is probably the longer the cardio you're doing, the slower the pace you're going to have to do, and probably the more likely is you're going to burn more body fat. And you want to make sure with cardio, the big thing is that you're not actually becoming sore in terms of muscular or joint pain. That's then going to inhibit weight training. So if we think about things that are non-weight bearing and not causing impact, so things like using cross trainer instead of running or using a bike instead of running or anything that doesn't have much of an impact and anything you find that does start to have um like pain or joint issues for you change and try a different piece of cardiovascular equipment or do something fun so like i've started doing a lot of swimming i am getting into this and it's something that's fun it's just a variety and it's a different demand of my body uh from what i normally do and one of the things i think with cardiovascular work is it can get monotonous is trying to have fun with it and just trying to do different things and we just have to remember the key to actually burning body fat and getting leaner isn't down to your fat burning or heart rate zone because that's BS. It's about how many calories you've got coming in versus how many calories you've got going out, which is simple thermodynamics. And a lot of people really don't grasp this concept, but it's something that I think is really, really obvious when you start to connect the dots together. It's not really rocket science. And a lot of these things aren't. It's like, you want to lose body fat, move a bit more, eat a bit less in reality. That's the fundamentals of it. And if you want to maximize your muscle growth and be shredded all year round, not just for shows or anything like that, I would make sure you incorporate some type of cardiovascular work um, year round. So for example, with me, I would do two fasted cardio sessions a week for 30 minutes. Uh, I would try to get my heart rate around 120, 130. On the rest days, so I use a cross trainer, perhaps there's no impact. And then on the days I'm not doing weight training, I will do some slightly higher intensity work so I will do things like uh, the swimming I mentioned. I will do battle rope intervals. I will do uh, intervals on a salt bike. Anything to push my heart rate up super high. Now, how does that look in terms of a practical term for anyone who wants to try it? So if I'm going to do something like with the battle ropes or the salt bike, I will do a five-minute warm-up, maybe on a step mill or whatever, um, or cross trainer or a bike. And then I'll go in and we'll do probably 30 seconds flat-out work of either on the battle ropes or the salt bike a minute's rest and then repeat that 10 times so we're doing 10 rounds of 30 seconds work and then one minute rest and then at the end of that i would then do 10 minutes probably to cool down i probably go on the step mill and put it on like level seven and just keep myself really warm and focus on my breathing so what i mean in terms of focusing on my breathing with that be focused on breathing through my nose breathing in through my nose breathing out through my nose just trying to get really controlled and taking maximum amount of air into my lungs i can something which is called box breathing so you do four second breath in hold four seconds breath out and just repeat and it's a really good way to get control of your breathing and get control of your nervous system so this is fat burning heart rate zones complete myth complete bullshit let me know what you think of this if this was helpful then please make sure you leave a review for the podcast also if you want any help um we have the cjcoachingcommunity.com which is our free facebook groups get involved in that and if you want any help working with myself and the cj coaching team to transform your physique then drop me a message on instagram facebook or linkedin saying listen to the podcast and you'd love to get involved or hit the link below the podcast and you can book in your free strategy call now and we'll see you in the next episode of the podcast